Greetings, everyone, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Today in our worship, we're going to be looking at the ascension of our Lord Jesus. So I did have to come out here at peace where we have this beautiful picture here of Christ ascending into the heaven. I had to let you see that once. As you likely know, this week has been one of a lot of talk and a lot of change in regards to what the authorities are saying regarding churches holding worship services. I'm sure that most of you have seen news reports uh, and various features on this topic. Even as I went to record the announcements, there is yet another announcement that has been placed out. I want you to know that church leadership is looking at all of these things and is trying to move as quickly as possible to make a decision about when we will be back in the house of the Lord and what that will look like. It's very critical this week that you are checking in on Facebook and on the website uh, to see what uh, those decisions will be uh, and also uh, what that will look like when we enter back into the house of please take time out of your schedule this week to check there and once you see those announcements please help us spread those around uh, to everyone so that everyone will know when we are meeting and what that uh, will look like so uh, beyond that a couple other announcements for you today one is that this is also the week we would normally put together the newsletter so please if you have things for the June newsletter please get those to Luann or Sylvia by Wednesday morning. Uh, we're going to, you know, there may be a slight delay when that comes out just so we can make it as accurate as possible for the month uh, based on all the changes that are happening. But if you have something you want in for June, please get it to those two people by this Wednesday morning uh, and that way they'll have everything they need to prepare. Again, you can still send in your offerings just by placing your offering envelope into another envelope and sending it. Finally, if there are still needs that you have uh, that have not yet been addressed, please let myself or one of the other church leaders so that we can help you out. Again, please uh, stick with us. Uh, please pray for those who are making these decisions, both at our government level and also at our local congregation, that we might make wise decisions. And stay tuned. Uh, come here to the Facebook page uh, or to the website, and there you'll be able to find the very latest on what decisions have been, what everything uh, will look like. God's peace be with you this day. Now we turn and rejoice that our God, right? has raised up his son Jesus from the dead and not only raised him from the dead but raised him up in order that he might be seated next to him at the right hand uh, of his throne uh, where all power rests. God's peace be with you this day. Amen.
risen. He is risen. Today is our final Sunday of Easter, but we will focus mostly on the event that actually on the church calendar happened on Thursday, which is the ascension of our Lord. Uh, but in our hymns, we'll hear both our shouts of Alleluia because Jesus is raised from the dead and also our shouts of Alleluia because he is now seated on the... We order our worship with divine service setting one, which if you have a hymnal, you can find on page 100. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sin, God who is faithful and just will forgive our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We take a moment of silence to reflect upon our need of God's. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord, who has begun this good work in us, bring it to completion on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our introit comes to us from Psalm 110. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings on the day of his wrath. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of the truth. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this holy house and for all who normally offer here their worship and praise. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us. Gracious Lord. Amen. We sing together the Easter hymn of praise. This is the feast. This is the feast.
Almighty God, as your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, ascended into the heaven, so may we also ascend in heart and mind and continually dwell there with him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for the ascension of our Lord is from Acts chapter 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go to heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Christ has risen from the dead. God the Father has crowned him with glory and honor. He has given him dominion over the works of his hands. He has put all things under his feet. Our epistle reading is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Alleluia. Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, 
and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We confess our common faith together in the words of the apostles. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. risen he is risen indeed alleluia amen the text that calls for our attention this lord's day is our epistle reading for today from ephesians chapter 1 where we are told that jesus has been seated at the right hand of god in the heavenly place grace mercy and peace to you from god our father and from our lord and savior jesus christ amen increasingly day by day the public conversation is more and more about authority 
Oh, we're still discussing disease. We're still discussing economics. We're discussing theories about what all is going on. But more and more, I hear more and more talk about authority. Who has the power? Is power vested in the individual alone and in his exercise of liberty? Is power vested in the government to be listened to without question? Is power simply taken by those who have the means to seize it? Well, I will tell you who has the power. Jesus Christ has the power. As we have been celebrating throughout this season of Easter, and especially today as we ponder Christ's ascension, we recognize that he has been raised up to have all power. He was raised up from the dead and is now seated at the right hand of God the Father. Yes, he is seated there at the right hand of God in the heavenly places. His rule, his authority, his power, his dominion is far above any other power that exists. His name carries far more weight than any other. So do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus has all authority over every other authority? I mean, I'm sure you say you believe it. I'm sure intellectually you know that that is what the scriptures teach. But when you look around, it can be a little harder to just believe that in our days. While it seems fairly easy at times to identify how other people are using their power, it is not always so clear to see how Jesus is using his. But yet, you are to believe that he has all power. So do you believe it? Does your life show it? Do you have a calm and peace and gentility about you, knowing that the one who calls you his own has all power? When you see trouble, is your first instinct to call upon him and ask him to set things right? Or do you feel the need right away to exert your own power or to call upon those whom you think might lend you some of theirs. When you ponder events in our world, is your first assumption that God is behind them, working to do something? Or do you go right to work figuring out who else is to blame? Is the coronavirus so powerful that Jesus can't control it? Have those in power seized so much control that even our Lord Jesus cannot stop them? Have the events in our world simply spiraled so far out of control that they are even outside of God's control? Christ's control? Well, those thoughts are biblically laughable. There's nothing more powerful than God. Jesus is in full control. And so whatever occurs, it occurs under his authority. Now, to be clear, that doesn't mean that everything occur that occurs is something that God would call good or that would have existed in Eden. No, he uses even the evil impulses in this world to, in the end, accomplish his purposes. But whatever occurs in the world ultimately remains under his authority. And therefore, we should think first and foremost in terms of what God is doing in the world. So have you been doing this? Have you been thinking throughout all of this about what Jesus and the Father are trying to accomplish? Well, to be clear, you won't always get simple answers to that question every time. In fact, in many cases, you'll never get an answer at all. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still ponder what God is doing, that you shouldn't at least acknowledge that he is the one working. For there are a few things you can know for certain, and this one above all else, in everything, even the things going on right now, God is working to draw people to himself. God wants you to know today that Jesus has all authority. And he wants you to know that because he knows that if you know that, 
well then all sorts of other things will be worked in you as well that he desires. Yes, he wishes for you to understand that all authority rests with him in order that you might be made wise, having his Holy Spirit. He wants the eyes of your heart to be enlightened. He wants you to know what exactly is the hope to which you have been called. He wants you to know what is the inheritance that has been prepared for you. He wants you to know that the greatness of his power has been given to all who believe. He wants you to know that that same power he used to raise up Jesus first from the grave, then through the sky, well, indeed, that same power is now active in his church where Jesus is head. Jesus wanted all of these things for his first apostle as well, those first believers. For they too, even after the first resurrection appearances, did not seem to simply trust that Jesus was indeed infinite in power. They still at times cowered in fear. They wondered what it was that they could accomplish. They were not certain what everything meant. But the ascension moved them in the right direction. As they saw their Lord ascending to his heavenly throne, they understood that he was going there to reign in power. Oh, they wouldn't fully get it, to be sure, until the Spirit fell upon them at Pentecost, which we will celebrate next week. But everything was becoming more clear. They were learning day by day that their Lord was the Lord. And in learning that, they became wise. They understood what it was that was theirs. And they rejoiced to be under the headship of Christ in his church. And so if right now you are concerned about power, note these two things most clearly. The one with the most power, well, it is Jesus Christ. In fact, he is the source of every other authority on earth. And secondly, that power which he has, he has chosen to let it be exercised in his church on earth. And what does that mean for you? Well, it means that Jesus in his church gives you things that no one can take away from you, no matter how much power they seem to have. Remember these words that Martin Luther penned his famous hymn? Though devils all the world should fill, all eager to devour us. We tremble not, we fear no ill, they shall not overpower us. Take they our life, good fame, child and wife. Though these all be gone, our victory has been won. The kingdom ours remaineth. Yes, no one has the power to take away from you the kingdom of God. For God has given it, and his power exceeds their power always. I think sometimes when we speak, we forget that the word Lord itself speaks of power and authority. I think we forget that all of the kingdom talk of the Bible is meant to remind us that we have a powerful king. I think in trying to keep power for ourselves, we don't often stop and simply meditate on the power that Christ has. But if we do not acknowledge that reality, we become poorer in every way. We become foolish, allowing other foolish people to be our guide instead of Christ. We forget what is the most important thing that has been revealed to us by God? We begin to think that our hope, well, that should be for earthly comfort and the approval of others, instead of remembering that our hope is the reappearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We forget that Jesus has all authority. We begin to feel weak as Christ. And sometimes we can end up foolishly aligning ourselves with others who claim they have power to give to us. But we know this, Jesus has all the power. It's been true 
ever since eternity. And yet now, with Christ being raised up from the dead and him ascending back to the right hand of the Father, for those of us with the eyes of faith, it is so manifestly evident. We know that the one who sits on the throne has power. And that is a great comfort for us. We know how he uses his power. He does not use his power to crush his people. He uses it to thwart his enemies and theirs. He uses it to protect his people. He used it to come and to die and to rise and to ascend for us. That one day we might go where he is. So if all your talk about power these days is free of talk about Jesus, well then you're doing it all wrong. If you're talking about individuals having liberty or the power of the government or the influence of the rich and that's all you're talking about you need to remember the bigger picture look to where christ has gone confess that your eyes all too often have grown so focused on earthly concerns that therefore they have not ascended to the throne where jesus is confess that this day and look to him he will save you he will forgive you of those sins and all your other sins as well and he will give you his life, a new life, a life filled with his resurrection power. And he will remain with you always as your head, as you dwell in his body. And if the one with all the power in the world is watching over you, caring for you, being the one who has promised that you will be well, well then you are well. You are well now and you will be well forever. Amen. And then may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Ascended Lord, hear the prayers of your people and grant our supplication, that the Lord may grant us all things in Christ, so that we may be sustained in trial, strengthened in weakness, and delivered from trouble. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy that the church of Christ may flourish and the good news of Christ crucified, risen, and ascended would be proclaimed to all the ends of the earth. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That the Lord may richly supply us with faithful pastors who will preach your word in season and out, and that we may hear, believe, and live out this gospel. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That the nations of the earth may see, and that the leaders of our country may pursue justice, righteousness, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That the pandemic may come to an end and that all livelihood and common life may resume. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That all who are afflicted may be strengthened in illness and confronted in adversity, especially for our members and friends fighting cancer, including Pamela Berge, Peggy Harris, Larry Alm, Tom Kosky, Elaine Stieg, and Sharon Mosbeck. For members in hospice care, including Bev, Newham, for those rehabilitating after medical incidents or procedures, including Vicki Benson, Jenny Alleman, Glenn Hemphill, and Bruce Cottrell. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. The faithful may not fret about what we do not know, but rejoice in Christ our Savior and live in holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That the Lord may grant us joyful hearts and peace at the last knowing that neither death nor life nor any powers can separate us from the love of God in Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy that we will be generous in our tithes and offerings as the Lord is in giving us his gifts and that we may support the poor and those in Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy that we may remember the saints of old who contended for the Lord in their own day and that we may join them at last in the marriage feast of the Lamb without end. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, 
have mercy. That we may remember those whom God has used to protect us, to serve our country. Let us pray, Lord, have mercy. All of these things and whatever else we need, we ask you to grant us for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.